there. Welcome to Healthy-ish. I am your host, Felicity Harley, and joining me on the podcast today is Maddie Tyres. She is an actor, presenter, and author of a new picture book called When Anna Came to Stay. She's also an ambassador for the Butterfly Foundation and has lived experience of an eating disorder. So I wanted to get her on Healthy-ish to share her wisdom around social media and body image, advice we can all take heed of. Now, we keep our healthy-ish episodes quite short, but if you want to hear today's full interview where Maddie talks openly and honestly about healing from an eating disorder and warning signs you should be aware of, not only for yourself, but also for those around you, search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your awesome pods like this one. Maddie, hi, and welcome to Healthy-ish. Congrats on your new book. In your opinion, what role does social media play on body image? Thank you so much for uh, for having me, Felicity. I'm 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 ch- stoked to be here. But uh, yeah, look, my uh, my take on social media and body image, it's it's quite a complex one to be honest. And I think um, you know, in the last few years, social media has become more and more a staple in our in our everyday life, which I think um, has its definite pros, but also cons as well. So I think for me, um, social media, as wonderful as it is, and as a great connector, communicating a communication tool for people, way of kind of bringing people together from across the world, particularly in the, the times of uh, the pandemic last year, sort of everyone uh, being locked in their houses. It's been an amazing way to connect. However, there is that flip side and there is um, quite a quite a, a deep rabbit hole that people can fall down when it comes to body image and comparison. So I do sort of have um, sort of conflicting kind of thoughts of social media. I do think it's a wonderful, powerful tool, but when used in the wrong way can also be be quite dangerous. Eddie, I mean, I'm, I, I agree. Like it is really conflicting. Like one day you'll love it because that mm. you'll see mm. pictures of the Maldives and then you'll see, you know, your friend's kids or then your friend getting married or whatever it may be. And then the next day you're scrolling and then you can fall into a, you know, a bit of a heat when you think, oh, but why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? But anyway, I think um, mm. the other thing is Triple J is actually launching an investigation into COVID and its effect on mm. body image concerns, which I think is really interesting. So how do you think COVID has exacerbated, you know, our relationship mm. with our bodies linking it to social media? Oh, totally, totally. It's been such an interesting time, Felicity. And I think hearing uh, when I sort of heard the news that Triple J were doing this investigation, I was actually so, so happy to hear it because I personally, I feel like, you know, for me, there was moments throughout COVID that, you know, my, my, and I'm, I'm well into my recovery journey, mind you. So I've been on, on my recovery journey from an eating disorder for about 10 years now, but I think this particular last 12 months has been a really difficult time for people. So not only has it been a, just a generally stressful, quite traumatic experience that we've all lived through, um, the isolation being one of the, the key points there, you know, our time spent on social media, as we were just sort of saying, has increased it's gone through the roof, basically. So, um, most people across the globe have spent an increased amount of time online, but also on their own. So, um, there's a lot of time sort of spent in your own in your own head, um, uh, feeling quite down and depressed because you aren't having the the normal day to day routine or connections you are having with people and your jobs and whatnot, family and friends. Um, and there is this increased time spent 
I suppose, reflecting and thinking on your own, which can be a great thing, but it also can be quite a quite a scary and and um, an alone kind of space. So I think COVID has really been challenging for people that may already be suffering from um, any kind of, I suppose, um, mental health condition, but particularly eating disorders. I think there's been a huge emphasis just generally across the media put on, um, you know, keeping fit during lockdown, these kind of concepts, staying healthy, even though, you know, our, our exercise outside has been limited, gyms have been closed. All of these may be, um, I suppose, tools that people with eating disorders would use as a um, as their go-to kind of um, stress relief have been um, uh, rest, uh, has been sort of taken away from them, and that's when you can sort of fall into traps of restriction and and um, and kind of dangerous dangerous things like that. So I definitely think it'll be really interesting to see the study that comes out of uh, of the ABC and, and the Hack Reporters because I definitely think this there's been an, a spike in uh, in mental health concerns, particularly around body image. What about those trends on social media that are meant to inspire um, health and wellbeing? I mean, we know that Fitspo, well, that's been proven that it can be detrimental as well, but clean eating, I mean, what sort of impact do these have on our body image? Mm, absolutely. It's really interesting because I think, you know, these these well-being, health and well-being lifestyle type um, trends that we've sort of seen rise and rise in popularity over the years, I think initially started out as a, as a, as a a positive concept. I think for people putting them out, it's they're sort of seeing like they're helping people, trying to sort of you know encourage people to live their healthy best life. But what I think can um, can happen, it can actually send the wrong uh, images when sort of taken too seriously. So yeah, these these fitspo type type accounts, um, clean eating, um, you know, this kind of uh, a certain aesthetic that has sort of um, you know pushed. Um, particularly towards towards women, it's definitely it's definitely a, a men and uh, it's an all genders um, kind of issue. But I think uh, social media and uh, you know a combination of these kind of global uh, global trends has really kind of I think taken a, a bit of a, a downward sort of spiral. And there is so much focus I think still today on on the obesity ec- epidemic and and and. Um, you know, one side of the picture, but there are so the the eating disorder spectrum is so broad and wide, and I think, um, yeah, more conversations need to certainly be had um, in all of those sort of areas. So, yeah, it it is a concern, and I think it's something we need to be super aware of when we're we're using social media. Yeah, maybe that's it. Just just being aware ourselves of those terms that mm-hmm. you know can actually inspire you. I mean, there's there's certain accounts that I follow that you know, hashtag clean eating. And I'm like, oh, that's a great, you know, a sashi bowl or whatever it is. And, but other, but Mm, you just have mm. to be aware of it. So what other, I mean, you, Mm -hmm. as you said, you're 10 years recovered from an eating disorder. What's some wisdom that you can pass on that can help us all improve our own body image? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest things for me, Felicity, over the years has been, I suppose, relearning and re-educating myself around uh, my body and what what I need to thrive and, and feel best in myself. Um, and, and like we were sort of mentioning before with these kind of recommendations that come from other people online, like I think at the um, end of the day, it's learning how to sort of read and understand your bodily cues and, and how you work as a person. Um, but I also think just 
really separating yourself from um, a lot of the terminology that's used day to day that can be quite toxic and, and um, um, negative. So for me, it was certainly labeling foods like good and bad foods, I think was a real um, turning point for me. Just food is food and food is fuel, like, and anything in, in moderation is okay. So labeling foods um, was a really big thing for me. I think also just, um, yeah, like we mentioned before with social media is sort of moderating my use on that, but also the media in general and, and more as a whole. So sort of being quite aware of advertising and, and what advertising is meant to do to us as a consumer and what it's meant to make us feel and kind of sort of separate separating myself from that and going, um, oh, you know what, this is a product they're trying to sell and this is how they're trying to do it. So I think it's certainly a um, you know, there's a lot of education to be had, particularly to, for the younger generation. Because I think as an adult, I'm able to do that. But for young kids, when it's something you're being bombarded with all the time, it's quite difficult to separate yourself from uh, reality and, and and the media. So, um, developing a few, few tools around that's been really, really helpful as well. And also just, I suppose, keeping on top of my mental health and making sure that I'm focusing on yeah, things that make me feel good, just day-to-day things like, and nothing to do with my body. You know, it might be just spending time with my friends or watching a TV show that I'm totally obsessed with. Um, So yeah, sort of covering all of those bases, I think has been really helpful. I like it. Maddie, thank you so much for coming on Healthish. No worries at all. Thank you so much for having me, Felicity. If this discussion with Maddie has brought up any issues for you, there's always someone available at the Butterfly Foundation on 1800 ED Hope or Lifeline on 131114. Now, if you'd like to hear more from Maddie and her new book, When Anna Came to Stay, we do have the big sister podcast called Extra Healthish, our new podcast that gives you that little bit extra in your day, extra interviews, extra insights, and extra healthy advice for your mind, body, and soul. We publish a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, jump on our socials, Instagram or Facebook, or head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you have a moment, jump on and rate, review and subscribe. See you next time. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.